cliffcentral.com. This is Cliff Central, as you know by now. Beyond Ears and Eyes is the program that you're on, and I'm Shumaine Harris. Our controller is Palisa Mabuye. And I'm Liesl Tom. Hi there. Welcome, and thank you for joining us. Our guest today has a very interesting take on things that we see every single day, and I don't think we always pay attention. Lynn Portrater is from The Color Option. How's it? Well, thanks and you. Good. Thank <laughs> nice you. Thank you here. for joining us. Yeah, welcome, Lynn. Thank you very much. So, Lovely Lynn, to be here. you work with colors. I do. How? All right. So I use it as a tool for self-development and self-growth. Mm-hmm. So I studied color therapy. Um, I, well, actually, I've always loved colors, but I didn't know that it has a meaning, that color has a meaning. And now that I know that it is a language on its own or by itself. Oh, you're getting deep very, very fast. <laughs> oh, I like this girl. <laughs> okay. Now that I know it is a language, I can translate and interpret that language. Okay. And I help people to understand themselves better. Just by the colors they choose or the colors they wear or the colors they surround themselves with. Absolutely. The colors they choose, what they wear, because we have that instinctive feeling of what we should wear today, mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. today. Or the colors you use in your decor. Um, at the moment, um, we've moved into a new house. We're renovating and I've painted the passage white. And it's too much. I can't live in a white place. Okay. <laughs> so, for example, you have to become, or I believe that you have to become aware of how the colors affect you uh-huh. and your mood. Where did colors start for you? You say you've always had a thing about color. Are you an artist? Did you draw from very young or were you just as normal babies? Fascinated. I think so. They're um, normal in the sense, yeah, in that sense. <laughs> Shemaine, do we have normal people on yeah. our show? Um, well, you know, within She bounds. doesn't want to offend you, mm. but no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I loved it in the sense of decor. I remember I had a pink bedroom and, and blue bed spreads. And then later on, I changed it and I changed it quite often. Mm-hmm. And then my first flat was this bright orange. Um, so I've always loved color. Um, I'm not an artist, but I think I'm creative in a way. So, um, but, but I just, I just love the feeling that I get. I see your, your yellow ear here and it makes me feel Lacquer. Are you? I really <laughs> <love it. laughs> you know the, the the wonderful about yellow when the sun shines on it, it like it triples in you know just pops pops pops. Yeah, it pops. It yeah. pops. Now, when you talk about the language of color, um, for for those of us who are not versed in the language of color, she, why are she's, you looking she's at me? She's wearing orange just to annoy me. Do you know that? Why? Because I don't like orange. But uh, let's just we can talk about that later. Pink bottle just because I don't <laughs> like pink. Oh, it says so, a lot about you. I know. <laughs> so. So um, this language of color, why don't you just, for, for us who aren't versed in it, say more. Okay. So each of the seven colors of the rainbow has a meaning, a hidden meaning behind it. Okay. Um, so when you are attracted to, for example, red, it says something about you. It says something about the phase that you're going through in your life. Oh, right. Okay. Are you going to do all seven for us? I can do that if yes, you like. Yes, please. That would be interesting. Okay. Yeah, what, what, what is, because red is my favorite color. In fact, I got married in red. Wow. Much to some people's <laughs> shock and horror, um, my wedding dress was red because I love it. Yeah, it's, it's vitality. It's life. It's so, passion. 
So what does that say about her being getting married in? She's very much a go-getter, okay. um, very independent, um, a strong person. Yeah, you okay. you know what you want in life and you go for it. Yeah, mm. That's what Red says about you. Okay, for your, tr- for your wedding day, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you missed Rebel there, because I mean, honestly. <laughs> okay, so we've got the red, and, and that is, that's, a, that's a crazy color. Um, you know, okay. We rephrase <laughs> that. Please rephrase. It's not a crazy color. Red makes you go bzzz, like yes. coffee. You know, mm. it's busy. Yes. It's a busy color. Busy. Yes, mm. not crazy. And then orange. Okay, orange is very creative. And I looked at your orange. Um, very creative and outgoing. The social butterfly. So if you if you are attracted to orange at some stage in your life, it means that you want to be a little bit more out. You there. need to come out. Yeah, you need to come out and yeah. be social and make friends and maybe be part of a group of some sort or do a group sport. Mm-hmm. So that's the color, and it's also the color of flexibility about bouncing back. Okay. So something happens, you're not really okay with what happened, but you have the ability to bounce back, mm-hmm. to sort of step away from it, look at it from a different angle and say, you know what, okay, it's life, I will still reach my goal, maybe it will take a little bit longer, maybe it, I will take a different route, but I will still get there. Okay. Yeah. And that's now long term, so. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because you do, what happened this morning was I had on a shirt and I just, I just went blah. And I took it off what because it made it? me feel blah. What was it was color? beige. Yeah, yeah but, but beige is a blurred color. I have worn it before. I've worn it before, but I just looked at it and went blah. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's not a color. <laughs> All right. And then we have? Then we have yellow. Okay. So yellow is that happiness, that sunny feeling. It's also the color of angels. So mm. you're surrounded by angels. It's inspiration. It's also the color of the alchemist. So anything you touch, you you, turn, you can turn to gold So it's that um, It's a, also the color of inner wisdom That gut feel That you mm. just know something Okay um, On the other side All the colors on, Unfortunately or fortunately Like life Has its challenging side mm-hmm. And for yellow It is sometimes a little bit of self-doubt You don't believe in yourself You procrastinate Because you want things to be perfect you know, It's the color of the perfectionist as well all right. So if you want to change your space, so you want to just go like, can I just do, because paint is amazing. You could just go, you know what? I need a little bit of yellow angel energy around me. Can you just paint your wall a little and then, or just put some throw cushions and then that could lift your spirit? Absolutely. And I think that's what's, what's so amazing about color. We have it all around. It's all around. Why not use it? And the amazing thing is ne- you can never really put wrong colors together, isn't it? Not, not if you're feeling them. Yeah. Not, not if you are not disturbed mm. by mm. them. Mm. You, you can't be wrong. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's very individual. Uh, green. Green is the color of the heart and the heart chakra. So it's about loving, um, giving and receiving love. It's about compassion for yourself and for others, appreciation, respect, respecting boundaries. So on the challenging side, you are green with envy. Mm-hmm. So I'm a green person. So sometimes I get a bit jealous. So, you know, oh, you're, uh, why don't I have that yet or this or that? Um, so, yeah, the, that's the challenging side of the green where you should say, you know what, I'm on my own journey. This is my journey and mm-hmm. um, only time will tell or there is such a thing as divine um, justice and divine timing. So I, I shouldn't look at others. Um, to compare myself, mm-hmm. I must be okay with who I am and validate myself. So you said you're a green person, so you get uh, 
people, how do you, how do you, how do you know what kind of color person you are? Because I mean, yeah, you, know, you do get a color personality as well. So that that color personality is that color of your heart. Uh, that first color that you always look at since a child, you, you will always go for the green thing in the shop or the green decor item or the green candle or the green uh, plants or something. Mm-hmm. So that's your color personality. You can also use your, your birthday, like in numerology, your life path. You mm-hmm. can use that as your, your guide. So for example, my life path is a four and a four is incidentally the, the green personality. So in that way, you can sort of put all your little different pieces together. Mm-hmm. By using Isn't it amazing? I was saying to someone yesterday that I actually think that we are puzzles. All of us. We are puzzles. There's a little piece that's numerology and there's a little piece that's astrology. And not one of those things on its own is the truth. No. But combined, it makes us interesting and who we are. We can play. We can play. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You know, find, find some sort of rhythm or direction while we are sometimes lost or just confused or just, you need to pick me up or something like that. Mm. Lynn, you've just mentioned, um, numerology. Would something like your birthstone also give an indication of what should be your color? Yes, definitely. I think, I think mine is actually an emerald. So that's also the green. So it's amazing how it oh, actually, You are just overwhelmed I by am green. I'm green. <laughs> well, <laughs> what kind about of, it. What's the car, color of your car? <laughs> green. Um, no. <laughs> I wanted to buy a green car, but I couldn't find one. <laughs> I also, when I was younger, I wanted a green car. And my dad said to me, you can't have a green car because if you drive in the suburbs where everything is green in summer, people won't see your car. Wow. Isn't that interesting? That's interesting. That's very interesting. Well, 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 there's something I want to ask you about traffic lights or as we South Africans refer to it. My American colleagues think it's the strangest things that we talk about robots, but we'll, we'll speak, we'll come back to traffic lights now later. Let's just finish the, the, the colors. The colors. Okay. So uh-huh. that's the green. Now we go to the sky blue and that's about communication. How do I speak? How do I listen? How do I listen to myself? Am I critical of, of myself? And how, how well do I actually know myself? So blue is all about, and it's specifically one-on-one communication. Okay. Um, the challenging side of the blue is sometimes... It was on purpose. I'm a born communicator, okay? <laughs> yeah, and for example, you would wear that to a meeting as well because it mm. makes people calm. They see you as trustworthy, as responsible, reliable, and it actually has that effect on people whether they know it or not. If you are listening to this interview and you haven't seen our fabulous photo, I am wearing blue. Beautiful. Blue. So, and it was on purpose. And Shemaine is wearing orange on purpose to annoy me. <laughs> I love you, friend. <laughs> Do you know when you, when you, when you go through your, your, your cupboard and you go like, what can I wear? You know, and then you go, oh, that makes me feel better. You look at the color, you go, yep. I'm going to go with that. So that's literally what happened. I was like, today, we'll just do that. As much as it's not for me, you look good in orange. (laughs) 
Flattery will get you everywhere. I know how to do it, huh? and I start purring like a kitten. Let's finish this so okay. we can move on. See, she's flirting with me on air. Can you imagine? Okay, the next one is an indigo, which is a darker blue or a midnight blue, and that's about your intuition and doing introspection. It's also about being deeply or very analytical. So sometimes you don't want to trust your your sixth sense, and you you would rather overthink something and find 10 different solutions to one problem but in your heart or you just have a knowing of wow this is actually what it is all about let me not waste my energy my mental energy on 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 something that i already know so that's the indigo as much an introspection this meditation that kind of color so mm-hmm. being by yourself and then the last one is the violet or the purple right and that's the color of spirituality so do i connect to a a, a biggest a, a source a creator for example my my religion is color so I use color as my guide and I use it as almost as my religion. Mm-hmm. So that's that connection to something that's bigger than you. That's a, yeah. So yeah, the violet is this, this spiritual, spiritual side of life. So, so what about some of the other colors? That's not in the rainbow or part of the chakras. Yeah, I was going to uh, ask, what like, about turquoise or what about black? You know, so many people love black. No, I, I love the color. I think it's a, a gorgeous color. I'm so glad we're using it in the kitchens these days. My kitchen wall is black, so. Okay, black's very elegant. It's mysterious, but it's all the challenging side is that you may be hiding something. So. <laughs> the dirt in the kitchen. I did not say that. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not a great housewife, so yeah, you know, that's so, very possible. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that, that has a meaning. White is a color of innocence, of purity, of a clear vision of where you're going. On the challenging side, it's a unshared tears. So there's something that you need to cry about to literally clear your uh-huh. vision so that you can move forward. Right. Okay. And then there are some people who say black is white and white is black. Sure. Mm. Or what is that meme that broke the internet? Gold is white and blue is black. Did you see that place? (laughs) So, 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 (laughs) yes, yes. Yeah, okay. (laughs) Anyway, so, and then uh, pink? Oh, pink is the color of self love. Okay. So it's almost like the, the heart chakra color, the green, but it's uh, more the love of self. Like I'm, I'm looking after myself. I do what I love. I take care of myself. The challenging side is pink people can sometimes be victims because I feel very sorry for themselves. Pink makes oh. you feel vulnerable. When I wear pink, I feel vulnerable. a little bit more vulnerable, yes. depending also on the shade. Yes. You know, if it's a light baby pink, you feel a bit more mm. soft and Gentle and absolutely, yeah. and that is the color of that exactly. So you can easily fall into that victim trap mm-hmm. or feeling sorry for yourself. There's this new word that's surfacing nowadays, and I mean it's just freaking all over. Narcissism. Yep. So, <laughs> so what color shall we give? Yeah, people what, which with color that do you associate with disposition? narcissism? I don't even, yeah, because I mean, I, I think we all have a little bit of it, you know, and some it's just more exaggerated. No, Shemaine. Really? No. Narcissism is a psy- psychiatric condition. It's a diagnosis. You sometimes the, have this feeling of I'm awesome. That does not make you a narcissist. <laughs> it makes I you did, normal. I, did, I didn't say that. I'm just saying there are certain elements that they exhibit to the extreme. That we all carry. 
Yes, but it is a diagnosis. Narcissists aren't just people who think a lot of themselves. It is a psychiatric condition. Okay. Wow. According I... to the DSM-5, and I say so. Okay. <laughs> So which color would you associate with, nar- I would, with narcissism? I would associate that with yellow because actually yellow is, is there's a very fine line between confidence and arrogance mm. and low self-esteem. Okay, So arrogance is you, you pr- portray something that you're not. You pretend to be something that you're not. You, you pretend to be strong and confident and, you know, all of that. But actually behind closed doors, you are a, a, a weak person. Uh, and you need they to be are contro- all yellow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you need to control. And that's actually the color. Yellow is also the color of control and that perfectionism because you don't feel comfortable with just going with the flow, mm-hmm. with just trusting your instincts. Okay, so now uh, can I go further now? Yeah, because I want to know, you, you use this as a guide for people to get order in their lives and to direct you know, the way they live their lives. What happens when you first see someone? If I say, look, can I come and see you? What are the kind of questions that you would say, okay, you can come and see me because of? Um, Low um, self-esteem. Maybe you are in a relationship that you need to get out of. Mm -hmm. You are in an abusive relationship and you want to, or you want to heal from that, from a traumatic experience, Mm -hmm. Um, even depression, anxiety. Um, I do color therapy at the psychiatric center. In, okay. in Randburg. So there we have people with depression, anxiety, addictions, schizophrenia, but, uh, the whole, the mm. whole range. Mm-hmm. So is what Liesl said true? Is, mm. is that narcissism a psychiatric Definitely. thing? No, I just want to make <laughs> sure. Want to get a second <laughs> because now I'm going to be a little more gentle and, and a little bo- more, um, yeah, I'm, I won't mm. be that harsh mm. in the way I, I look at people who exhibit those behaviors. I don't know that I know anyone anyway. So I might, but I'm not aware of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it is, you know, you know what, just on that point, I mean, it is something that we bandy about these terms mm-hmm. that we don't really have a complete handle on. I mean, how many times have someone said to you, that person is a complete psychopath? Mm-hmm. And I mean, as much as we think we know what it is, we don't. We, and it's unfair to brand people and to label them. Mm-hmm. Moving right along. Can we talk about color now? <laughs> <laughs> I thought we we going with who, who should come to you. Yes, okay, so you you're at the psychiatric center in in um yeah, Randburg. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. So if you come to me, um, we would do a color reading. So that would be the first step. So you pick your colors from uh, from eighteen different colors. You pick seven of those colors, and then I interpret those colors for you. And then we can see what are the actual, what are the issues, what what's the stuff. So it, it's it's such a quick way of bringing everything to the surface or bringing it to the light, and then you can start working on it immediately. How accurate is it? Extremely. Really, and people say, "Yeah, you've got it." Yep, yep, yeah. No, I, yeah, I also do corporate wellness, and there I do like a mini color reading, Mm -hmm. and people are amazed. They have called me the white sangoma. In, in some instances, if they get it, some Mm. some people really get it, and Mm. it just resonates with them, and they. So something like this corporate wellness, would you do a mini color reading for individuals, or do you look at a company's colors and what that? Tells the world about that company. You can do that. I do at corporate wellness. I do um, individual readings, but you can look at the you can look at the foyer. You can look at the the um, <laughs> the colors on the walls. Well, you can look at the the branding. 
Can we quickly talk about the studio? What? And I mean, it's mostly black. Are you are you saying we have something to hide? I no. think so. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I, I was sitting thinking when you were going like the company colors, I'm thinking, okay, so we're bordering on narcissism, but there are possibly angelic uh, energy. Yeah, a little bit of angelic, um, and then but mostly we're hiding. Stuff we're hiding. <laughs> We're sounding like freaks. So, so these these seven colors that you ask people to pick from, they can't just be the primary colors. They would be like so. All these associations are they intuitive, or are these associations that have been coming with colors over millennia? Definitely over millennia, definitely that. And they are associated or linked to the chakras, um, but I'm very intuitive. So I nowadays use it as just to make people feel comfortable in a way. You mean the colors? You, you mean so, yeah. so you could do it without the colors? Yes. Okay, so yes. when you say you're intuitive, because they, they are different, again, the same thing. People use the word and then they have different meanings. So how far would you say your intuition goes? Is it like the psychic kind or just you've used your pine? gland very well I think my pineal gland definitely because it's sort of now that I feel more, more comfortable with myself and what I do I sort of just get it mm. I don't know mm. if I channel it in a way uh, but I just get what's what's going on I find it interesting that you say now that you're more uh, comfortable with yourself you know we had a conversation earlier about being comfortable with yourself mm. what is it that you battled with or you know that upsets you well, I come from a very strict Afrikaans Dutch Reformed background. So, um, an astrology, a, a astrologer actually suggested that I learn a spiritual language. And I was mm-hmm. like, what is a spiritual language? <laughs> I'm from Bloemfontein. What's in Afrikaans <laughs> and then your spiritual language was color. Yeah, yeah. I, I googled it. <laughs> I, you know, earlier when you said that color is your religion, I almost. But I would, I would have, I, I, I would have done it more jokingly. I almost wanted to say to you. So how do your family and the people? I didn't know you were from Bloemfontein, but I did know you were Afrikaans. How do your community react when you say your religion is color? Oh, I don't tell. Them. <laughs> Some of them are going to know now. <laughs> you know, some of those things you just, you know, they'll be like, mm, <laughs> Before we go back to everything you do, I just want to go back to something I said earlier that we would touch on, and that is traffic lights. Why on earth do we use the color red that tells people, flee, get out of here, go away, danger, danger, danger? Why do we use that? To, to uh, in, in in our traffic lights to, to stop. stop. I mean that's so counterintuitive. Green would be the color of stopping and relaxing. Don't you agree? Well, green is actually the color of go, yeah, of new beginnings, mm-hmm. of that movement. And red is actually the the challenging side of red is being stuck. So maybe that's it. It beware. stops you. Yeah, yeah. beware. Yeah. I it, for me. It'll be just an MF to change those colors yeah. right now. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I have to say, we will cause chaos if we got this one right. But it's just something that's always bugged me. Because for me to stop when I see a danger sign, and red is the color that we use for danger, is just absolutely counterintuitive. Don't you think it has to do with the flight and fight syndrome yes. kind of thing? Yeah. Yes. Yes. In nature, if you see red berries, you know do not, not touch. Mm. 
But also, if you, if, you, if, you, if you see green berries and you eat them, you're stupid. So. <laughs> and if you see blackberries, then you know go ahead. And if you see blackberries, you know you better grab it because it's going out of date forever. No one wants to use it anymore. <laughs> Sorry, I'm an apple girl. <laughs> you know, she just goes tech. I'm thinking fruit, you know. I'm thinking about yummy. Birds love it. We love it. It grows easily anywhere. Now she goes, it's oh, a blackberry. <laughs> Come girls, keep up. I'm the red one. Your favorite color as a child, does that say something about your life path? I think so. Now that I look back, it def- definitely says something about my life path. Hmm. Um, yes. Um, yeah, you, at that time, you don't know. It's also, I think, intuitive because kids are just, they just hmm. love color. Hmm. Um, so I do think, but you have to sort of look back. In retrospect, you can say, oh, yes, now I get it. And I think that's also part of the puzzle pieces. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense now. Yes, I should have gone through that. Yes, I should have experienced that. And now it all comes together. Not mm. that we're ever going to know everything or any yeah at all, but yeah. And and it's normal that it changes over time. Your your color personality that that love Face. color stays, okay. but the colors that you are attracted to they change, and that then informs you about or tells you something about what. What's the phase that I'm going through? What am I learning next about myself? Mm. Oh, is that so? So it, it just happens automatically because I was going to say, okay, how do you tell somebody, okay, um, you know, use these colors to assist you with X, Y, Z? Because isn't that what you do if I come to you for a consultation? You say, actively go and search for those colors and use them in I do. But then people also intuitively would tell me this, you know what, I've been noticing yellow. For the past few months So they actually know And then you can actually see in the color reading That they are trying to access They're trying to be more confident They're trying to be less perfectionistic So they actually intuitively know What they are going through The color just helps to tell me and them That this is actually what you're learning about yourself The next step in your Mm self-evolution So this color reading You ask the client to choose seven colors that draws them Yes But what if you and you might find that it happens more and more because as you are developing your own intuition, you can actually start seeing what they should be drawing. Isn't that, isn't there a point where you tell them this is what you should lean towards? Definitely. Definitely. I can, because I can now feel it. I sort of just have knowing, but also then the colors, once again, it just helps to, to show the path. Also, it takes, it gives them the responsibility. So they take responsibility for their choices because lots of people would just like to shift it. And that is something that we as humans are not naturally gravitating to, taking responsibility. And something like color is so innocent. You know, you can strike up a conversation, sidle up to a handsome guy next to you and say, so what's your favorite color? And no one would think that you are actually um, assessing them and, and checking if, you know, if they, if if you resonate with them, yes, absolutely. That's that's what I love about. You, color. You're looking She's frowning. Have you never asked anyone if what's their favorite color? Well, I've never just walked up to a stranger and asked what color. I'd be like, that's a you weak haven't? chat up line. You know, can we can we do something else? You know, your mojo is stuck. So, yeah, not a chat up line, mate. It sounds like you don't know. No, 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 no. Okay, it might have been a bad example, but but it is an easy way to strike up a conversation <laughs> with a stranger. Better than the weather. 
Oh, please. I don't speak about the weather. Ever. Okay. I'm sorry. I Go suck on. at, I suck Go at on. small talk. I'm, I'm actually socially awkward I'm because sorry. in social situations we have to make small talk and I can't, I immediately go deep like when you started talking and Jermaine said oh you went there already yeah that's where that's where we like going I'm exactly the same because you know interestingly enough I don't like blue and I Mm. I do not like blue and I have a problem with speaking Mm. (laughs) and Mm. with making um, you know small talk and things like that I do have a problem with that and speaking Mm. my truth often and I don't like conflict at all I avoid it like the plague and that's all blue so looking at Liesl right now is difficult (laughs) Look into my eyes. No, Look into no, my eyes. No. I'm working through that. Wait, <laughs> is blue listen. the color of conflict? Well, it's communication. So, yes, definitely conflict. Do you speak your truth? Do you listen to what other people say? Do you try to push your opinion on them? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, look, I do okay. know a little bit about the psychology of color. And I do, when I do interviews... Especially if, if it's on camera, prefer to wear blue because if I wore red, it puts people off. Yes. It's too powerful and I've noticed that. Yes. So I, I would never wear red on no. camera Mm-mm. or in an interview because then people draw into themselves. Whereas if you wear blue and purple, people come out and they play. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the power of color. Mm. So you can use it in any way. Yeah. So talking about um, using it in any way, you also say that you can help people overcome trauma, different types of trauma. And, you know, we in South Africa, we all kind of traumatized. So how do you use it then to say to somebody, okay, come, you know, feel yourself again. It's okay to go there. It's going to be rough, you know, but let me help you via these colors provided the person actually chose the colors that uh, that's honest and truthful obviously because okay, so it's color is gentle but it's also powerful and i think i use it also as a way to be mindful to live in the moment to say that you know what this has happened i um i can either be stuck there I can even and I can um, go back all all the time, or I can see this as try and see it from a different perspective, and I can move forward, or I can use it as a stepping stone, or I can use it as a guide from now on. So, and then can you give examples, please, of say, okay, <clears throat> let's say someone was raped, that is trauma to the core, and they come to you with with that kind of thing, and. You know, we don't have to even, we're all women here. Mm. We don't even need to go into details. What happens when that person comes with such such injury? Okay, so from a color perspective, I would say pink all the way. Just just be gentle with yourself. Be kind with yourself. And surround yourself with kind and gentle people to help you support you through this process. I would ha- support you through this process. Um, maybe start, uh, keep a, a diary. Very practical things. Keep a diary. Um, pink diary. A pink diary. Paint your room pink. Buy yourself pink flowers, a pink candle, something. Just get the softness around you because it's such a harsh experience. It's so ugly. So what would be the opposite of that? Something soft, something gentle, and that would be a color and the color would be pink. So um, I would help you through that, but also make sure your environment supports the thing that you've been through. Mm-hmm. By And don't go now, go, for example, for the blacks or the harsh colors. Go for something that's soft and gentle to, mm-hmm. to support you. Okay. You also say that you are able to help people find um, themselves in a healthy love relationship. How do you do that? 
Okay, so most of us. Because we, we want love. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Go ahead, Lisa. Like, just, no, just, no, no, no. I was just going to brag and say I have a wonderful husband. I have love. But okay, we all want love. Carry on. <laughs> so often we don't love ourselves enough in the first instance, or we don't know ourselves well enough. So we attract the wrong people. We don't know what our values are. We don't know what's important. We don't know what we want in a person or what we have in ourselves. We don't appreciate ourselves enough. And sometimes you just feel society puts so much pressure on you to be in a relationship that you just want to go. You just want to be in a relationship for the sake of being mm. in a relationship. No matter how aggravating that person is. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. And you take a lot of nonsense. Some people take lots of, you know, instead of saying, you know what, no, this is not for me. I deserve a little bit better. I deserve more. I want more for myself or for my life. So let me rather just put yeah. a stop to this. And so, so how do you treat them? Okay. So first of all, you have to get to the root of the problem because we don't believe that. We don't see it. We don't see that we have low self-esteem. We don't see that we don't love and appreciate ourselves enough. So you have to first become aware of it, bring it to the light, and then you can start working on it. Because I think we have a lot of childhood wounds, or lots of people have, Mm -hmm. and self-esteem is definitely one in self-confidence. And that is why you would attract maybe the wrong kind of person time and time again, because you haven't healed those wounds. You haven't been honest with yourself to tell yourself that, you know what? Um, I don't I'm damaged like, goods Yes, exactly. And I need to sort it out yeah. And it's not the end of the world People <clears> think, oh well, now this is the end But, but we, it's not we, we make one another believe that we, that's it, that it's a, a wrong thing Where in fact it is very right that we walk around with wounds So that one, we can um, empathize with one another Absolutely. To learn our lessons, not be judgmental um, Learn how to grow Etc. Etc. So it's a natural state, but we somehow find it shameful. Exactly, it's shameful. They are exactly that's the word. And, and also, also physical guilt. guilt, but also physical scars. You know, we don't want to. We don't want people to see the scar where I fell as a child. You know, um, we have this stupid idea that we have to be perfect all the time and thin and gorgeous and look like we we belong on the, on the cover of a magazine all the. Time. Time. Even the people on, who are on the covers of magazines don't look like that all the time. Yeah, it's like we, we get uh, placed in a perpetual state of infancy or childhood where girls are supposed to look like that forever. Mm. Y- y- you become a woman after, you know, you've lived in your 20s and had children and exactly. been torn apart. They still expect you to look like a waif, a little girl. And that's, that's abuse, mm. you know, because that is where you can go like, so I've got you under my thumb so I can control you. That's a form of control. And I even, and, and f- it, it even goes as far as stipulating that women must shave. You don't must. You can yeah, must if you want to. Must is a very nasty <laughs> but, word. Yeah, but you, do you understand yes, what yes, I mean? People yes. look at you and they go like, ow. Look, yeah. look at those oh, yes. legs. Are you from Lesbos or something? And you go, ah. Oh. Yeah. You know, yeah, your exactly. issue. So, your societal expectations, yes. especially of women, mm-hmm. are just nuts. It's, it's, it's. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing that we are realizing it and that we are talking about it, and yeah, that women are actually coming out. It's disempowering, but okay. Moving along, how would you use color then to help someone find the love of their life? Okay, so is there something like that? A love of a life? I don't know. 
Just I asking. Think so. I think so. Okay. Yeah, I think if you're prepared to grow, both are prepared to grow and to develop, yes. Then, mm. But some people just stay stuck. Okay. And they're not willing to mm. learn about themselves. Um, so I would say, okay, this is your childhood wound. Um, because from a color reading, I can also see when did something happen. So I so for your really <laughs> that won't be the colors. That would be all you. <laughs> colors don't say time. <laughs> they sort of do. Really, <laughs> yeah. really? That's so interesting. Yeah, it's actually yeah. It's once again it's based on the chakras because the base chakra or the root chakra is developed at the age for from when you are conceived till the age of one. So when you have abandonment issues, the rejection issues, those kind of things, you have been um, uh, adopted, for example, you will always carry those uh, rejection issues, that- and that's in at the age of. Say you've been adopted when you were born, you know, and you didn't born. even know that information. Yes. Well, obviously, consciously. Well, okay, so Lynn, if 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 that is the case, would you then be drawn to red, or would you despise it? That's always that's always a good question. So you either tap into the gifts or the challenges of the color. So if you tap into the challenges, you would go for the opposite. So the red things are being stuck to being aggressive or being angry or all of those things. So then I would recommend you using green because green yes, sort of gets you moving and new on the, yes, color, wheel, on the yeah. color wheel. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So it depends whether you, you, like I say, tap into the gifts or the challenges and that would then Tell me which color do you use or do you need? If you're always tired, if you're exhausted, if you um, no lust for life, then I would recommend red because you, then you need something to lift you up, to lift you up and give you that life force again or that bring back that vitality. That would be good then for uh, menopausal women. Honey, if the red makes no, them so hot, angry. <laughs> the, the hot flushes and the, and the anger, I think not. I was thinking <laughs> of the energy intent. So, but how would you then, Lynn, like someone who's going through menopause and where Shemaine instinct, instinctively felt they need red to, to, to give them energy, but the, the negative side of red is going to make things Quite a lot worse for them. What would you then suggest for for a menopausal woman? I would suggest green because it's a change to new phase of your life. It's something new. So almost become curious about it. See what can I do now? What's what's what can I do next? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would definitely do a, a green. I definitely suggest a green, like mint, a beautiful mint. If you put that in your bathroom, so you can also the aromatherapy oils then connect with the color. Mm. And it has that, you know. When you speak about mint green, that's a light green. What does it tell you if someone doesn't like pastel colors but only go for the primary colors? Okay, pastel colors go very deep. They are the secondary uh, chakras. So you get the coral, you get the olive, you get the magenta, you get the turquoise. So the problem is much deeper. Mm-hmm. And it will take longer to bring it to the light. So people who go around saying, I hate orange, I hate pink, they don't, should don't stop pull your saying face like that. that when you say you it. <laughs> they, they should stop saying that because it's revealing, you yeah, know. If you reject a color, it says a lot about you. It does, yes. it mm. does. And mm. I, I, I mean, I've been aware of my issue with orange for, for many, many years and I sometimes force myself to wear it, but it is never my natural state. First of all, because it doesn't feel right. But second of all, it also doesn't go with my complexion. I look yellow if I wear mm. anything with a yellow undertone. Mm. So, 
Yeah, not for you. Not what, for me. what about parents with hyper children? What can they they use? What kind of colors or how can they incorporate colors into the child's day? Okay, you would not use it in a bedroom. The red in the hyperactive child's bedroom because the red makes them more active or more hyperactive. So you would go for the greens and for the blues, the calmer colors. And you can actually use in their playroom or wherever, use the blue because it's calming, um, it's soothing. So bring in the calmer or the cooler colors of the spectrum, the greens, the blues, the indigos and the violets. Bring that into their space, whether it's uh, with paint or toys or coloring in. Let them use those colors because it will calm them down. Hmm. So there's no need for, to have a hyperactive child if you know the, 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 the language of, of color. The yep. language of color. I love that. <laughs> Oh, well, she like said that. that. You yeah, said no, that. I know. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> so when you talk about the secret language of color, is that is that the language of color? Yes, it is. Because so there's no nothing deeper. You, there's not something you're not telling us. <laughs> no, there's the, they are the hidden meanings. Mm-hmm. But when you speak color, you understand those hidden meanings. Then they're no no longer hidden. Mm. You know, then you know what they mean. Hmm. Uh, do colors vibrate at certain frequencies? Yes. Can a blind person feel color? Yes. Yes, definitely. Definitely, uh, different uh, frequencies and, and, and vibrations. So you can, they can actually feel it when they put their hand on a red or a blue. They can actually feel because it is a vibration. It is a, fre- a frequency. Yes. Mm. And you tested this. I've heard that they've done tests at I think Unisa or mm-hmm. somewhere uh, at a university. They did the research and they found that people can actually um, feel the vibration of the color. You can also, I mean, we, we use all five our physical senses. So, so our, we don't have one sense that compensates for the lack of another one. But you can also, if you play, sometimes feel, I can just feel cooler and warmer. I can't feel color. Okay. Mm. So I wouldn't know if it's orange or red, but, mm. um, cooler and warmer you can feel. So your hospitals normally these days, anyway, before when I was a child, or younger, they used to have greens and blues. Now it's white. Now white is a little bit clinical. Uh, mm. They need to bring in a little bit of color because that will also help the healing process, I believe. Because white is so, I don't know, I don't like It's too sterile. And it's almost like you there. Mm-hmm. But, you don't go but, it's, but it's also the entire color complement in one. Isn't that what white is? Yes, yes. White holds all the colors of the spectrum, of all the colors of the rainbow. But you need to, the, um, it needs to reflect something or a color. I'm not so good with the science. I know the science, but I'm, I'm so, not into so, the science. So what color would, would you have in a, in a hospital? I would have something like a green. I was just going to say, let me guess, she's going to say green. Because this one, (laughs) every color you ask is green. (laughs) 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 But green green is healing. It's It's growth. It's It's growth. Nurturing. Yeah. Um, Also the pinks, the pinks for the softness, the kindness. I just need a little bit of, you know. Yeah, but it's also it's a it's a hue of pink that you're talking about because neon pink or cerise is not going to cut it. It's that soft cotton candy baby pink exactly. that 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 you that were speaking about earlier too i almost felt you, this, you, this pink yes. blanket yeah. yeah so is that it That's so it. yeah sure. so anyway so if you want to know about how to go about your relationships how to sort out your own life how to decorate your place <laughs> and then on all that pertains to color um then lynn 
is the right person. So where can people get a hold of you? Okay, my website is thecoloroption.com. Um, I have a lovely uh, free worksheet that you can download there to see if you are ready for a relationship or if you need to forgive. If your heart is broken and you want to heal your heart, you can download that. Um, and free of charge. Free of charge, yes. <laughs> so your, all the information is, is on my website, thecoloroption.com. Yay. Lynn Potgitter, thank you very much. It was lovely talking color with you. I think we do speak a little bit of color, Shemaine. Anna. Come on. <laughs> anyway. So off air, I, I shall be teaching Shemaine about color. <laughs> well, actually, no, I'll get Lynn to do it. Aww, thank you so much. You wonderful people. From, yeah, thank you. So. From, from me, Liesl Tom, thanks so much for listening. Take care. And from me, Shemaine Harris. Have a wonderful week. Cliffcentral.com